Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week, we deliver solutions to issues you're facing in life or someone you care about. Let's get started. Unclutter your mind. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a TV show called Hoarders. The thought today is unclutter your mind. Now, this particular TV show, it takes a painful look at an attitude that can bury those that suffer from it. It shows people on the verge of a personal crisis all caused by the fact that they are unable to part ways with even the smallest possessions and the cumulative effect becomes a mountain of trash, junk, garbage, overtaking their home or apartment. Now, if they don't respond to help, it could be spiritual help, professional help, or whatever level of help, the consequences sometimes involve eviction. Kids could be taken away from them or possibly they could be in jail. They have to do jail time. Now, what are the some, what are some of the reasons for hoarding? You know, people hoard because they believe that an item will be useful or valuable in the future, or they may feel like it has a sentimental value. It is unique and irreplaceable or too big of a bargain to throw away. Mm, mm, mm. Now, they may also consider an item like whatever it could be. It could be a reminder of something. You know, it could jog their memory of the past. You know, thinking without uh, understanding the reason that they have it. They're not really thinking about it. You know, it could be something that brings them to remember an important person or it could be an event of their past or because they can't decide where something belongs in their apartment or their home. If they, if they don't know where to put it, they just put it anywhere. Better yet, they just hold on to it. That's why they are called hoarders. Now, this is not just somebody just kind of holding on to a shirt or a sweater or a jacket or holding on to a personal item, you know, of the past, you know, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that in itself. You know, eventually you may put it in a, uh, the garage, you may put it in a closet, you may put it in a storage place in your house. But when I say hoarders, these are people that are dealing with something very deep, mental, you know, it's some issues, you know, sometimes people associate hoarders with uh, having obsessive compulsive personality disorder. You know, it may be called OCPD, or they could be suffering from obsessive compulsive disorder, OCD, or attention deficit hyperactive disorder, ADHD, or the bottom line, they are dealing with depression. Yes, depression. Now, People go through these aspects or 
transitions in their life. Some people get stuck and they never get unstuck from hoarding, you know, just holding on to things and just, you know, it's piling up where you cannot even hardly walk through the front door or you can't get out of the back door hardly without tripping or stumbling over something in their house. I used to watch that TV show called Hoarders. Now that's incredible, but there's so many people that don't make the show, you know, you know, they're not on the camera. They're not being shown, you know, to the world or what they are dealing with. You know, hoarders, you know, need to wake up. You know, they got to wake up from their addiction to junk, to stuff, to clothing, to possessions and all of those things. Now, if a hoarder will not wake up, you know, they're going to fall. You know, they're going to fall to their own demise. It takes an intervention for somebody to help a hoarder. Now, someone needs to get their attention without a doubt and help them to see the change is not optional, but mandatory. I'm going to say that one more time. Someone needs to intervene in their life or some a neighbor or a friend or someone from a professional uh, level or spiritual level to help them to understand that they need to change because this change is not optional, but mandatory. Now, there are some people that are hoarding discouragement, depression, fear, worry, confusion, anxiety, revenge, offense, unforgiveness or other negative emotions and attitudes that will bury them if they don't get help. They get too comfortable with these attitudes and feel like it's something that should be a part of their life for whatever reason. I'm going to say this, not, mm -mm, not, this should not be. This can be like a comfort blanket that gets tough to depart from. Now that's, you know, a child, for example, a parent can give a child a comfort blanket, you know, when they're one year old or two or three or four, but eventually they should grow out of it. Mm -hmm. Some people probably never do, but nevertheless, they should eventually grow out of it. But hoarders or people that are really deeply depressed, discouraged, dealing with fear, revenge, anxiety, offense. And a lot of times it can be a hold in their mind. It can get a hold of them. But if they don't confront it and deal with it, it can become a stronghold. It can become a fortress, a refuge, a wall. It can become a barrier to success and living a healthy and productive life. Because a lot of times family members are suffering or or agonizing over another family member that is a hoarder, or that person may not be a hoarder of junk or things from a tangible aspect, but they could be a hoarder of discouragement. They always discouraged. They, they always depressed for whatever reason. They could be a worryholic. They could be always in a state of anxiety or confusion based on what they see on TV or based on what's happening at work or based on somebody passing away or dying in, you know, in their family or a neighbor, you know, anything could cause them uh, to go off or a trigger in their life that will call them to go down instead of up, will call them to be discouraged instead of encouraged. 
So all of these things are important for us to discuss today and to talk about, you know, based on this TV show, but based on how people hoard all of these issues in their mind. So I want you today to know that you can unclutter your mind. You can get unstuck from clutter in your mind. You need a spiritual intervention. That's what's needed. If you are Christian or not, if you think you are a good person, if you are a mother, a father, a husband, a wife, you could be a leader, you could be an entrepreneur, you could be somebody that's on the cutting edge of, of inventing something, or you could be in school, you could be a young person, you could be an old, whatever state you're in, whatever relationship you're in or not. There is a solution for the clutter that's in your mind. You have to wake up mm -hmm, and smell the coffee. But really, you must wake up and know God's word. You must know his word. He will make you free from all the clutter in your mind. The things that are weighing you down, the things that are stressing you, the things that are tearing you uh, in half, the things that are dividing your interests and dividing your attention in life, the things that are uh, uh, catching up to you from the past, because the past should be the past and it should not be the present. There are so many people in our society that are dealing with childhood experiences. Someone labeled them as adverse childhood experiences. Mm hmm or trauma, people that are going through uh, adverse childhood experiences. You know, it could be rejection. It could be physical abuse, mental abuse. It could be sexual abuse. It could be a parent that uh, got divorced when you was a child. It could be somebody in your family that uh, was uh, in prison or they went to jail for what, uh, on a regular basis for, for whatever reason. You know, it could be, you know, anything that has impacted your life as a child, but now you are a younger person. For example, you could be a teenager, you could be an adult, you know, your 20s or 30s, 40s, you know, some people in their 50s and 60s are still suffering from hoarding the past in their life. So I want to encourage you today to help you to get uncluttered in your mind. Now, in order to do that, I'm going to give you some things that I know that are time tested and will help you to get uncluttered from how you think and what has happened to you. Now, the principle tells us, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the reason you should be transformed because you should not be conformed. God has a plan for you not to be stuck in certain patterns in life, certain paradigms, certain ways of thinking from the past. He wants you to know that your future is brighter than you know. I want you to know that you look better in the future than you do right now. Now, a hoarder loves to just accumulate things, but the principle tells us that 
All things must be done decently and in order. You should live a orderly life and not a disorderly life. Because in our society, you know, you have things that should be done in an orderly fashion. For example, just from a practical point of view, you know, in elementary school and sometime in junior high, when you leave the classroom and it's time for lunch, you have to walk in a line orderly. You cannot just be walking, you know, left and right and right and left. You have to walk behind your classmate. That is what you call order. You know, life is full of order. You have to stop at the stop sign, not go at the stop sign or red light. That is, you have to slow down when the light is amber or yellow, not speed up all the time. If not, it could be chaos at the intersection, an accident. So all things should be done decently and in order. You know, God is not a God of confusion, but he's a God of peace. God's plan is for you to be at peace. In order to have certain level of peace, you got to give him your life, number one, but you got to live a life of order and not confusion. They tell me that when things are cluttered in your house, in your garage, in whatever level or whatever space in your house, it's hard to think clear. Your mind can be more cluttered. You cannot think clear. But if you don't have clutter or you have less clutter, you can think more clearly. And if you can think more clearly, you can make better decisions. And you can make decisions quickly instead of just thinking about it for almost five, ten minutes to make a simple decision. So clutter, when it's not there, it helps you to think more clearly. But you got to know that. Now, it's important for you to understand that you must present yourselves as a person that is going somewhere, not going nowhere. Mm -hmm. And once you understand that, because there's a time to seek, there's a time to lose. There's a time to keep and there's a time to cast away. So the principle tells us it's all right to hold on to certain things. But then there's a time to put it away, to put it in the trash, to put it in the dumpster, to get it out of your house, not to hold on to it forever. We don't need to hold on to revenge, discouragement, depression, worry. You don't need to hold on to all those things. Offense. Let it go. Because there's a time for everything in life. Now, there's also things you must know you must lay aside. The principle tells us, let us lay aside every weight and sin which does so easily beset you. Now, you got to lay aside some weights. Now, I look at hoarding is not putting things aside. You may put it in another room. You may put it in the next room. But you really got to get rid of it. And once you get rid of it, you'll feel a whole lot better. And, a, and I know you'll be a whole lot lighter because it's like a weight in your mind. It's a weight on your heart. It's like a burden. And the only thing you should be doing with the burden is giving it to God. That's all you got to do. So you got to lay aside all of those things. And then you're able to live this life. You're able to run the race in life with endurance, because you're lighter and you're not heavier. You must know that 
God knows what you're going through and he knows what you need to get through what you're going through. You got to know that, but you got to forget about those things that are behind and you got to look forward to a better day. Yes, some things are sentimental, but discouragement, depression, worry, fear, unforgiveness, those things can destroy. They can clutter your mind. They can weigh you down. They can stress you out. You have to forget what caused that depression, what caused that discouragement. I'm not saying that you will not think about it again. Sure, you're going to remember things. Most of the time, you don't forget what's in your mind. You're going to it's going to come back up one way or another, but don't let it strangle you. Don't let it take a hold of you. Don't let it wear you down. Lose sight of it. When I say forget, just lose sight of it. Don't focus on it because what you focus on will take a hold of you. Wherever your focus go, your energy go too. And a lot of times when you're not living life to its fullest by looking forward, Instead of looking back, sometimes your energy gets drained quickly. So you should not lay up for yourselves in this earth treasures upon this earth because moth and rust would destroy it. Sometimes a thief can break into your house, break into your apartment and take your possessions. So don't focus on your possessions because life does not consist in the abundance of things that we possess. Life consists in our relationship with God, relationship with people. People care about you, and I hope you care about others. So people that hoard things or people that hoard experiences, they hoard emotions, a lot of times you're not a good person to be around. You're not a good person to connect to. Many times you don't have friends because you're not friendly, and if you do have a friend, they may leave you because you're negative, you're discouraging. So you have to let those things go. Let them go. Let all of those things go. Don't lay up for yourself treasures on earth because they're going to fade away. Cars will eventually rust. Homes will eventually go down. Clothes will eventually uh, wear out and they will fade Items that you think is going to last forever. It will not because the cares of this world, they're deceitful. You know, they can mislead you. They can misguide you. They can really take the life out of you. Put your trust in God. Love somebody. Reach out to somebody else because you are blessed to be a blessing, not to hoard, not to hoard all of those negative emotions, but you're blessed by God to be a blessing. Don't love the things of this world. Don't love the things that are in, a, in this society. Love somebody else. Love God. Put your affections on him, not on material things, not on clothes, not on items, not on all of those natural things, because those things will not last. You must watch who you hang around. In other words, watch your friends, associates. Because there are people that will clutter your mind with their drama, with their problems, with their situations. They will dump on you. And if you don't have an outlet or a way to empty what people dump on you and in you, you're going to walk around a little more confused later on. 
So you got to watch who you hang around. You know, the Bible tells us that evil communications corrupt good morals. There could be people that are in your circle that are put there intentionally to bring you down, not to help you to reach your goals spiritually, relationally, financially, or emotionally. They just, they're just there hanging out with you, but not necessarily to help. Because if they are blind and you don't see your way out completely, that could be the blind leading the blind. So watch who you hang around. The other thing is this. Second thing, exercise. It will help your heart. It will help your brain. It will help your thinking. And you will think better once you get your body moving three or four times a week, 30 to uh, 30 minutes to an hour each time. Get your cardio workout. Get your heart rate up. Do what you have to do. Walk around the block. Get to the gym. Walk with somebody. Don't neglect exercise. Believe me, it will benefit you and it will help you to get uncluttered in your mind. The next thing is this. Slow down. Mm -hmm. Slow down. You have to take time and rest. Rest your body. You're going to rest your mind. You're going to rest your life. So you have to slow down. I know we live in a hustle and bustle society, but you have to take time to slow down. You got to call a time out on yourself. Time out, time out. You know, too much happening, too much going on. So slow down. The next thing is this. Do things you enjoy. Walking, going to the park, going to the beach, reading, fishing, working out, Wherever you can find a place of quietness or a place where you enjoy, you will find yourself being uncluttered. Your mind will become clear and it will get clearer and you will unclutter your mind because my goal is to help you to unclutter your mind. There's too much clutter in our society. So take time out, not just to slow down, but take time out to do things you enjoy that gives you pleasure. And satisfaction. The last thing as we continue to move forward and helping you to unclutter your mind. Think about what you're thinking about. Mm -hmm. Monitor your inner conversation. Monitor your self-talk because negative self-talk produces negative living or negative behavior. Because as a person thinks, he feels and what you feel, you say, you do, and what you do becomes a habit over a period of time. And your habit shapes your character and who you really are. And your character will take you to your destiny. So you have to think about what you're thinking about. When you're thinking sad, why are you thinking sad? When you're thinking mad thoughts, why are you mad? When you're frustrated, what caused that frustration? So you have to think about what you think about, but also think about why you're thinking about that particular thoughts. Thoughts are seeds. And if you feed that seed, if you water that seed, it will grow and it will become a strong hole, a strong tree. It will take roots and it will take over. So monitor 
your self-talk, that inner conversation. If you don't like what you're saying to yourself, if you don't like the thoughts that are coming to your mind, change it. Change it. You can change it. Let it go because somebody loves you. Somebody cares about you. You may be a hoarder of things or you could be a hoarder of bad emotions from the past. You can let go discouragement, depression, worry, confusion, anxiety, revenge, unforgiveness. You can let all those things go and you can walk in encouragement. You can walk in faith. You can walk in peace. In other words, you can forgive. You don't have to have unforgiveness. And what I mean is that you can walk in forgiveness instead of unforgiveness. Because life is going to happen to all of us. I want you to know that you can unclutter your mind. Because God's plan is for you to think better by thinking clear. Clear is the best way to go. So you got to get rid of all of those things that are in your mind. All of those negative things. It's not always easy, but I know it can be done. If you renew your mind based on the word, I know you would know God's purpose and you would know God's plan for your life because his plan for you is good and not evil to give you a future and a hope. There's always hope, but know that you can unclutter your mind and let all of these things go. So you can live the best life possible because God wants you to get better and not worse. And I know when you do this, when you completely turn it over to God, when you completely let all of these things go. The best is yet to come for you. Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends Click the like and follow button. Take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode. Until next time.